Good morning. Welcome to UBU Today, a morning news podcast by students for students. We are committed to keeping you up to date on what you need to know at Utah Valley University. I'm Ethan Morse. And I'm Kennedy Pettingill. Today is Tuesday, February 16th, and it is a great day to be a Wolverine. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I think it's a great day to be a jazz fan, too. How are you feeling? I'm feeling awesome. I mean, I love the Utah Jazz, obviously, because I'm from Utah. And you kind of have to, like, you can kind of pick some other teams that you're interested in. But I feel like you're kind of duty bound to like the Jazz. So, um, and it's nice that now the Jazz are the number one team in the league. And it's it makes it really easy to like them. Yeah, it's nice to be a fan when they win, you know? <laughs> yeah, and we've been doing a lot of winning. So I'm curious, did you grow up liking the Jazz? Yeah, so I'm not originally from Utah, but my parents are. So mm. my parents have always been Jazz fans. And like I was talking to a friend yesterday after they beat the Sixers, and he was like, one of my first memories of you is talking about how attractive you thought Kyle Korver was. And so I just like, and that's like, I mean, how long ago was Kyle Korver on the Jazz? Like probably a good... Yeah. He, he, well, how, when did he leave? He, he was here and then he left and came back and now he's gone again. Yeah. So I think he was talking about like the first time around. So like mm-hmm. a long time ago. So I've been a jazz fan for a while and I I flex on this all the time that I've like met Rudy Gobert a bunch of times. I win jazz giveaways all the time for tickets and stuff like that. So wow. <laughs> go pretty hardcore when it comes to the jazz. <laughs> that's that's some good luck. So for those of you that are now taking interest in the Jazz, because obviously we're the best team now, um, we just wanted to give you some kind of some good stuff to look at. Um, usually we are like, I mean, this season we've been top five in offense and defense, which is a good combination. And I think the past like two weeks we've been number one in both. So that's super cool. We're beating really good teams. Um, it'll be interesting to see. We're going to play the Lakers. And everyone says like, yeah, the Jazz are good. They're going to do well when they lose to the Lakers. Like that's a common thing. And um, maybe objectively that's true. But if you're a true fan, then you're like, no, it'll work out. Like we'll, we'll beat the Lakers. Um, that's going to be an interesting game to, to look for to see, you know, where do we match up against the reigning champions? I think we've got some injuries on our side too, on the Jazz side with AD most likely being out um, for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. That helps. So I'm curious, what is your floor and ceiling for the Jazz team? Where do you think, what's the best case scenario and then what's the worst case scenario for this season? Um, worst case scenario is definitely a first round exit of the playoffs because again, it's happened too many times that like everyone, I feel like that's the thing that, I mean, you look at Twitter, anything on the jazz is always like, yeah, they're playing great until that first round exit that they, that they always like always are going out. And I would say best case scenario, like obviously a championship like that, that's the dream. But I think, like myself, I would be so happy if we could even just see, like, a Western Conference Finals playoff team. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I think that's where I'd set the floor and the ceiling. And were we to, to win or even participate in the Western Conference Finals, that would be – we would have a parade, I guarantee it, through downtown Salt Lake City. Like, 
that would just be incredible. And I think that's a cool thing about a small market like this is like people, you know, people would be like, Oh, get Donovan out of Salt Lake, like get him to a good team or, um, but like our, our team doesn't have to do much. Like they're competitive and they're always competitive every year. And generally that's like enough for, for us. We're just happy to have some good players here. And now we have some of the best players and one of the best teams. So I mean, a stat that I loved that they talked about a little bit during the game yesterday um, after they won was um, the plus minuses and how many players on the Jazz are within the top 10 in the NBA right now and on their plus minuses. Like, Mike Conley hasn't played in the last couple games, but, like, he's still number one in the plus minus because he's killing it. Yeah, far And ahead. it's not just that – it's just not that it's one – player for the jazz it's like such a team effort because there's so many of them that are just doing so good right now yes and one thing i think is interesting too is the rockets used to be like our our rival and in like the span of a couple months it has gone (laughs) completely to the denver nuggets i i hate the denver nuggets like they're such a good team yoke uh is incredible um, and I, I hate that they kicked us out of the fine or the playoffs. And I hate that of the last 20 games, we've lost one game and it was to the freaking nuggets to the, to the nuggets. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's because they know how to play against the jazz. I feel like they just have a lot of, it's not that they're, they're good. Okay. But it's not that they're fantastic, but the fact that they should be winning every game, they all have some really key players, but. I think it's just they're confident against the Jazz. They know what they did, and they know what they can do. And I think they they just come in with confidence, and the Jazz comes in being like, shoot, Denver. <laughs> yeah. So I I just hope that uh, we can figure out our our Nuggets issues because I mean they're a good team, but I think ultimately we we should beat them. Um, one thing I thought was interesting though is like, let's let's it was expected that the Lakers would be the number one seed. And I think you can still make a case that they're the best team in the West. But if the Jazz were to keep the number one spot, rather than, like, that would almost force or at least make it more likely that, like, the Lakers and the Clippers play each other sooner than the Western Conference Finals, which is kind of what you expect to happen. And I'm like, that'd be, that would benefit us immensely. It would be huge. Like, have one of them take each other out. Speaking of the Clippers and the Lakers, the next three games, two with the Clippers, one with the Lakers, what what do you think? What's your prediction? Okay, so I'm not exactly sure. I think some of the Clippers, like I don't think any of them played yesterday. Or like, so like Kwai, Paul George, and there was someone else that was like resting or out. So I think we, I think we win game one against the Clippers on Wednesday. I think we lose the next game to the Clippers. I think the Clippers rally back and they're a really good team too. And then I think we beat the Lakers. A lot of that is because no Anthony Davis, but I think we'll lose a game and then come back strong. What about you? I I agree with you. I, I definitely agree. We split one with the Clippers and I think it's just because of the way that it is set up of being a back-to-back game is that someone's going to lose the first one and then someone's going to rally back the second one. I don't know who it will be, but I think, I think you're right on the money there for sure. 
Yeah. So who has been the most improved player on the Jazz from last season to this season? Obviously, we're not looking at like stats or anything. So people are going to be like, oh, well, you're all wrong, but that's fine. But what do you think? Just out of like opinion. Um, yeah, just pure opinion. I mean, you can't not talk about Jordan Clarkson. I mean, he's amazing. And also Mike Conley. I mean, he had not the best season. He took a lot. He took a lot of heat for not mm-hmm. having the best season and then has now come in clutch for us here in the last, you know, this these winning streaks. But yeah, I would have to say probably I'm going to say just from last season to this season, whether that be because he's finally getting comfortable on the jazz and not being in Memphis, I would have to say Mountain Mike. Yeah, I think that's that that's that would have been my number two because Con Conley has been phenomenal. Um, I think I think to, the only reason I don't say Conley is because like the last few games, especially in the bubble, Conley really. I mean, after he won the uh, horse NBA championship uh, during the lockout, he really came back really strong, and he had a baby, and I think that made him play better for some reason. Um, so I felt like he kind of came into the season playing really well. And I feel like Clarkson was doing really well last year. And um, but I feel like his, just like how he, I, I think he's meshed with the team more fully this season. And so I think his impact has been pretty great. I mean, last night he kept the jazz competitive through basically, I feel like the first half and just shot amazing 40 points. So I think that'd be my pick, but we have an awesome team and it's just fun to see. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the rest of the world and the NBA world will continue to take note of it. We might see headlines today of Ben Simmons, new career high against jazz. That's that's always (laughs) how they frame it. It's like the past 10 headlines have been like, Zion Williamson scores 32 points in loss against the Jazz. And it's like all these stats of like LaMelo Ball throws a cool assist and loses to the Jazz. I'm like, well, good for you. But yeah, give us give us our respect. Um, <laughs> speaking of great teams, here's the transition. Uh, my interview today is with Colton, who is running for executive vice president of our student government. So that was a good conversation and reminder that polls open next week, February 22nd through February 23rd, or no, I'm sorry, February 22nd through February 25th. See, I'm okay leaving mistakes like this in here because it's more authentic. Clearly, I'm I'm imperfect. So (laughs) next, my interview with Colton Stetler. All right, Colton, thank you so much for joining us. Colton is running for executive vice president here at UVU. So Colton, why don't you tell us about yourself? Okay, yeah. So I am from Northern Utah, um, Layton area. Um, I am a transfer student to UVU, actually. I started out at a school down south, uh, Southern Utah University. Loved it. It was a riot. Um, and I didn't, I couldn't imagine myself anywhere else. Um, I ended up deciding I wanted to go into videography. And that's when I transferred here to UVU. And I quickly learned that SUU wasn't all, all that and that I was really here for UVU, that it, this, is, this is where it's at, this is the party. Um, I, and then since then I've just been working away here, 
at the good old green school. Awesome. So why are you running for uh, executive vice president? Um, I just think that there is a lot of change that we should see on campus. Um, I've been an ambassador here at UVU for the last two and a half years. Um, and I have not seen any outreach from any other organization. And which is crazy because we're the ones who are going out and recruiting students. And I can't even tell you a whole ton about different organizations other than just the basic facts that we are given from them. And so I think we need to see more unity on campus, um, which is something that I feel like I would have in my range um, as executive vice president. And I feel like I also have a lot of qualifications for the PR as I'm in uh, studying videography, going into digital cinema. Um, and I've had experience going into that. Awesome. So talked about unity and kind of getting everything more cohesive, maybe. Um, what other platform, you know, principles are you running on? Yeah, for sure. So unity is one of them. Um, another thing I'm running on is student voice. Um, I can't do anything that I want to do in my campaign alone. And so I definitely need the help from all the students here. I uh, actually have been running a campaign on my Instagram. Um, where we're trying to get students to reach out to us and let us know what they want to see so we can start incorporating that into our campaign and letting people know this is from a student. This is what we want. This is what students want to see. Um, besides that, I think that we want to, yeah, so more unity on campus and then, yeah, overall inclusion. Awesome. So how will you directly help students? Like, what are a few things that you plan on saying, you know, I'm going to make this happen to improve the lives of students at UVU? Um, okay, yeah, that's a great question. So as much as I love UVU, and I said that it's way better than SU, the one thing that SU had going for them was um, the, the pride, like the, the school spirit. Um, and that's something that I want to take from my experience there and bring here. Um, just like having everyone on UVUSA going out to their social media and be like, yo, I'm going to the basketball game. Like we are, we are hitting up that basketball game. And just like having a few people saying it and you see it over and over sparks like that school spirit that people are like, wow, I'm going to the basketball game. Like they don't even realize that that's what's going on, but just hearing people over and over say it makes them want to be like, yes, I'm doing that. I'm going to do it. And so just incorporating that, I think, adds just to the inclusion of like overall school spirit here for us. Sure. So let's say you get elected, you're going to be working with um, a lot of people on the student government body, as well as all these different organizations. And we are a diverse school, which means that there's diversity in schools of thought and opinions. So how will you work with students or other groups? that disagree with you or disagree with how you feel like things need to be run? Yeah, for sure. And I'm definitely going to see that for sure here at UVU. We have, we're the largest school in the state with over 40,000 students. Um, I, I think that if somebody disagreed, it's, I have to just take a step back and I want to listen and hear what they have to say, because if the, they obviously have a reason for why they think whatever they're thinking. And so I could be wrong. I'm not a perfect person. So we, I, I have a whole team that's here helping me and I plan to continue using them after if I'm elected. And I, I would, us, any of us would just step back and we'd listen to them. We would take that into consideration and ultimately what's best for the student body is what's important. So if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And we're gonna dive into what the student's saying. But if what they're saying doesn't line up with what overall works for UVU, then that's what we're gonna go with. That's good. So 
Um, you, you are one of two people running for this position. What separates you from the other candidate? Like what qualities do you feel that make you, uh, put you a little over the top? Um, yeah, I mean, so Bryson's a great guy. He, he is already on UVUSA, so he's got that going for him. Um, but I think I bring like an outside, um, thought kind of thing, um, where I, I don't, I'm not on office. I don't know how things work. And I think that that is a good thing because I can, I can bring my own material. I'm not, I haven't been sitting there. I haven't get, I don't get the, I don't see the same things everyone else is seeing. And so it's like, I'm an outside source jumping in. Um, besides that, I've worked with uh, many different uh, companies that I think put me over the top, such as Living Scriptures. I've edited uh, content for them. Um, I've edited for YouTubers with hundreds of thousands of subscribers um, and like multiple local communities. Um, and I, I, besides like all my PR stuff, I also have like uh, on the ambassador program, I worked on the diversity team and recruiting uh, more diversity towards UVU and how to target that audience. And just, I think over that overall is puts me over the top with that. Awesome. Colton, where can people get in contact with you and see um, your campaign? For sure. So um, I am running a TikTok and an Instagram. It is at Colton4VP, like a, the number four VP. Um, you can also reach me on my main Instagram. It is Ministet. Um, and besides that, I, you could go check out my full platform um, on UVUSA's website. Awesome. And we'll include all those links in our show notes. Colton, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of UVU Today. For more on what's happening on campus, you can follow UVU Today on Instagram at UVU Today. And as always, please subscribe, like, and follow UVU Today wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great day, Wolverines.